0: Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to our listeners, to President, Patriot, or Puppet. You know, grab a pen and paper, trust me, you will want to. Part of the reason why America is so awesome is because we welcome all walks of life to our country. Ultimately, people who live here should learn English. and Why is that? Because that's our primary language. Also... People who have moved here should respect the fact that our country was founded and based on Christianity. Does this mean that people who live here and don't believe in Christianity should convert? Well, of course not. It just means that it's the majority religion. So one should just prepare oneself to deal with the fact that Christianity is the prevalent Christianity is the prevalent religion in our country. Now, we shouldn't have to apologize for our religion, and damn sure should not be ashamed of it and allow others to dilute it. We set holidays aside like Christmas. Why in the world do we care and cave to the left when they demand that we stop calling the holiday Christmas and instead insist that we start saying Happy Holiday in the place of Merry Christmas? I say Hogwash. And if we set a holiday aside like Christmas in order to worship and acknowledge and give thanks to our Christian God and his son, Jesus Christ, then we shouldn't have to compromise and call it something other than what it is, which is Christ-must, get it? Just to avoid offending those who don't believe in it. If it bothers people that much, then move away from our America. After all, you came here of your own free will. You left your country for some reason. And I, and now you are in our country. Love it or leave it. And no, I'm not politically. If you are willing to obey the laws and respect our way of life, then we welcome you with open arms. But it is when people start demanding that we change our laws and deny our culture, our heritage, or our beliefs and our way of life, when we, the people of America, should draw the line and say enough is enough. It's time we take a stand and speak up against all of this political correctness nonsense. Sure, we need to be mindful of diversity and other people's situations and avoid labels. But when people start dying, it's time we grow a backbone. Well, Mike and I say, grow something else that starts with a B. For the first time in our history, Americans have to be fearful of what they say or what they write or what they think. They have to be afraid of using the wrong word, a word denounced as offensive, are insensitive, are racist, sexist or homophobic by the word police who I have to admit are greatly populated on MSNBC. The words political correctness actually came from a comic strip and have been hijacked by folks who make a living exploiting black people. May I mention too Al Sharpton and Jesse Jackson? All of them exploit events that can be manipulated to seem as though we evil white people are taking advantage of the minority. Grow up already. Political correctness is a disease that has left tens of millions of people dead in Europe, Russia, and China, indeed around the entire world. It is the disease of ideology. If we keep repeating the same things and each time expecting a different outcome, we are insane look up the word insanity. All we have to do is to examine it for what it is by looking at it analytically and historically. And we can quickly find that it is Marxism translated from economic into cultural terms. Both political correctness and Marxisms are totalitarian ideologies. In 1923, the Germans got together and asked themselves why communism was not spreading throughout the world? The answer, because Western civilization was in the way. What was the problem with the Western civilization? Answer, its belief in individualism and the individual, that an individual could develop valid ideas. At the root of communism was the theory that valid ideas come from the effect of social groups of the masses. The individual is nothing in communism. In the German groups, they came together and believed that the only way for communism to advance was help or force it, if necessary, onto the Western civilization to destroy themselves from within. Their solution? Undermine the Western foundations by chipping away at the rights of those unknowing individuals who should never have rights of their own in the first place, such as those set aside in our founding documents. So they thought that one way to accomplish this was change their speech and thought patterns by spreading the idea that vocalizing your beliefs is disrespectful to others and must be avoided to make up for past inequities and injustices, they came up with, call it something that sounds positive. Ah, how about these words? Political correctness. I'm going to be interested in everyone's views on this. and Don't worry, Mike and I started a long time ago. We are not politically correct. So mouth off to us with your own views. Several great things about America, best is, we act when we have had enough. Kennedy was right. We are the heirs of the first revolution. Tyranny, like hell, is easily conquered. We have this consolation with us that the harder the conflict, the more glorious the triumph. By the way, this quote was from a man named Thomas Paine. Can anyone see that the next revolt is coming in the form of vote in 2012, uh, 2014, excuse me? The American people have been lied to by our government, and our Constitution has been treasonously defiled. So when is enough enough? A great Churchill, quote, came in mind recently, and with all the scandals as a backdrop, I was struck by the unsettling notion, which is, is Obama at war? Well, listen to this. Here's Churchill's quote. In wartime, the truth is so precious that she must be attended to by a bodyguard of lies, end quote. In fact, even without remembering those first two words in wartime, it was still clear that the bodyguard of lies was intended to deceive Obama's enemies. And I added, Obama's enemies are Americans. Obama does not deceive his friends. Now I added, Muslims, but that's for a whole other show. I prayed that every Democrat up for re-election in 2014 follows the suggestions of Debbie Wasserman Schultz. Look that name up, okay? Write that down. And that is to back and support Obamacare. It would be like all of them willingly placing their heads in the hangman's noose and jumping off the scaffold. Liberals can pervert any conservative talking point, no matter how much proven fact is presented. Princeton and Harvard's mission statements are clearly left of even today's left-wingers, Princeton and Harvard aren't quite the école nationale Administration, which is the French school that trains that country's political class. But our left-wingers are very close. They are the same elite. The liberal ideologue from this elite is that really does not matter what you say to the voting public, for they are far beneath the elite, and this elite is certain that they need only state that any particular issue in question is simply wrong, or that the bearer of that factual issue is simply a racist. And therefore, to their low-informed voting constituents, that issue is null and void, the conservatives, on the other hand, are supposed to be respectable. We are to be the ones whose uh, actual beliefs may be pre- precisely opposite those of the left, however, whose arguments must sound very reasonable and without curtness, lest we be held as not being politically correct conservatives who refuse to allow the left to get away with their ploys, such as the liberal disrespect from the conservatives. Anyone heard of the words urinating and defecating in Sarah Palin's mouth lately? Such disrespect and name-calling and changing the subject by using the race card from the liberals and the lack of fighting back from the conservatives are often cited as not being conservative at all. You may recall the names placed on the Tea Party, for example, when it it is placated by the hidden-from-plain-sight group that the con, uh, a conservative should stay in his or her corner and be polite and not fight back. And when you hear that message being spoken from within the conservative ranks, it often comes from deep within... Uh, who bury themselves within, disguised in a discreet rhino garb, so as not to be recognized and to do all things necessary to keep the competition, those mean old conservatives, from fighting back. Hence a better chance for the liberal to win. It's worth noting that people launching these attacks on conservatives are the same people who instantly state that there are racist racist motives To almost any criticism of President Obama in the world of MSNBC for example it is apparently racist to point out that the president plays a lot of golf or even to refer to him as Obama well the Obama even gets away with holding the country hostage until his impossible demands are met by the conservatives and the today's Republicans, who are supposed to be the conservative party, sit by and take the blame for things like sequestration. Obama is the loudest and most prominent figure behind the, uh, his recent plot to shut down the government, stating that the Republicans caused it due to the fact that they, the majority in Congress, by the way, wanted to defund Obamacare. So let me inject right here that there are folks who refuse to be politically correct and will put on the gloves and do what's necessary to save and restore America, period. You remember that word, period? Okay, the idiots on the left scream that conservatives hate the poor, love war, and still find time to be bigots. To the crap I say, the real constitutional conservatives are going to slap the lunatic left back to where they belong, into their lying hole that they keep digging into by the conservatives speaking up at each and every moment the lies are produced to set the record straight. The Communist Party stopped running for president because they said the Democrats have taken their platform and claimed that the entire so-called new Democratic agenda is, in fact, the product of decades-long, painstaking campaign for the Communist Party USA, theorists, agitators, and underground uh, subversive cells, which would make communism the intellectual property of the Communist Party USA, now seized by the Democrats. Americans will be awakened once more, slowly, but this time they will realize what the importance of our Constitution and Bill of Rights is, and how vital our republic is, where we go back to the fact that a simple majority in a democracy cannot destroy any of our founding documents. The Second Amendment was not just placed in our Constitution to see to it that we could have guns to hunt with. It was placed there to protect us from government's who want to grow and control every aspect of our private lives. Just 20% of Americans are highly satisfied with the state of the nation, and only 34% basically trust the government. Isn't that strange that the same number are on food stamps and housing subsidies and get Obama phones? To the more informed, strong America, ethical concerns are weighing down American attitudes, such as it did and then the Vietnam War, Watergate, double-digit inflation, and unemployment, all a result of huge government that attempts to regulate each breath you take. When the government keeps burning through dollars faster than the Fed can print them, the American people on balance may actually think they are doing better than they were a year ago. But what is the inevitable outcome? If you were getting credit card after credit card in your private life and consistently maxing out each of them and continuing to get more and more credit cards, what do you suppose would be the outcome? Perhaps the worst transgression of the media is the slobbering, worshipful devotion to Hussein Obama, who is the root cause of America's problems. It is also true that alternative capitalists or stock market mogul media are abundant and easy to find because the printing of money is making them fabulously wealthy. And it's also even true that there are some signs that the mainstream media, who themselves are purchased by these same folks, may well report more generously on Obama. Intellectual Decline in America is something that the left counts on and has planned on for decades. They are reaping the benefits of that now with what is seen in the first time in history as a majority of what are referred to as the low-informed. The low-informed are easy to lie to because they won't recall what you just said. The low-informed are swayed by chance, like Obama is the man anything else is out of range for the brain cells of low informed while the term low information voters might be viewed as being insulting to some voters the reality is this segment poses a credible problem for america due to the fact that their focus is on games kicking catching bouncing hitting or throwing some kind of ball absolutely nothing else matters to them journalists who go out on the streets, confirm that every informs actually exist. And when asked about current events, even have no idea what you're speaking about to equating it to something ridiculous. Some were asked if they knew what Benghazi is and the answer skewed many directions from, I have no idea to, isn't that a Star Wars character? Thankfully, a great many of these low-informed information types were not highly likely voters. And this was the group that was picked up by Democrat buses and taken from voting booth to voting booth across America, voting often for Obama, very often. My screaming chant here is, that we strong Americans must rise up starting in 2014 and take our country back, not only in firing every Democrat up for re-election, but every rhino as well, surmising a little. For my final note, since the Obama years started, a potent mythology has taken root in Democratic circles. In this narrative, Democrats are being touted as victims of Republican abuse, Whereas Republicans are touted as wily tricksters, even though they have no control in Congress. Can you see the irony of that? When Obama and the Senate state they want a certain thing and do not get it, then they set up something like a fake sequester where the Democrats closed places such as the Washington Monument to make the average person feel something, then the Democrats simply stated that it was the Republicans' fault due to the fact that they voted no on whatever the Democrats wanted. In the last case, defunding Obamacare is what the Republicans wanted, but of course they were in the minority and had no ruling authority. In place of the Republicans stating that they had nothing to do with the government closing or shutting down places that the public often go to, the Republicans simply said nothing and thereby accepting blame. Man is not free unless government is limited. As government expands, liberty contracts. Political correctness part is part of our core problems. My co-host, Michael Talley, and myself are certainly not politically correct. We must shine the light in the darkness that is being deliberately covered up by this administration along with the huge amount of scandals Obama is involved with. Have you heard Obama's legal Kenyan uncle got amnesty? Do you not find it strange that Obama, according to Fox News, has never spoken nor met with his supposed uncle? Also, notice that there are no skin tags on, quote, Obama's uncle's face like there are all over Frank Marshall Davis's face. And you will note, similar to those skin tags that are popping up on Obama's face. Wake up, America. Obama is the bastard son of communist Frank Marshall Davis. The communist Frank Marshall Davis was a mentor to the young Barack Obama throughout the 1970s, the period of Obama's adolescence. Davis was also literally a card-carrying member of the Communist Party. Davis's political antics were so radical that the FBI placed him on the federal government security index, which meant he could be immediately detained in the event of a national emergency. In 1995, an aspiring politician named Barack Hussein Obama published an autobiography called Dreams of My Father. There, Obama acknowledged the people who influenced him throughout his life among The most prominent influences was a figure Obama gingerly acknowledged only as Frank. Uh, Remarkably, however, not once in the entire book did Obama divulge Frank's full name when Obama ran for presidency. If he would have stated and started out saying, government must control everyone's lives down to the last and least detail, he wouldn't have won the Democratic nomination they wouldn't want to divulge that much less the presidency presidency he would have been revealed his communist marxist intentions for america deeply rooted in him from his father communist frank marshall davis control being obama's hidden agenda his lies and denying those lies had to surface early to cover up that agenda which they have and we are all witness to today, here's how far down the GOP has slid. Current establishment leadership, wisdom or lack thereof, in Washington is saying, GOP is saying it is time to stand up to the Tea Party and show them who's boss. The misguided way of thinking seeks to oppose a movement that stands for a limited federal government grounded in the Constitution, which should be exactly what the Republican Party is for, especially at this critical moment in our history. A return to those bedrock principles is the only hope for restoring the United States to the land where freedom and opportunity thrived. The Republican Party was created in 1854 by anti-slavery activists. In the beginning, Republicans were for family values and wanted an American with a smaller, less burdensome government that trusts its people to decide what's best for themselves, and America where freedom of expression, individual conscience, and personal privacy are cherished and respected. The GOP has simply lost those core values by aligning with lobbyists and with those on the left whose intentions are to destroy the original party's intent, which is what the GOP has become. And I think we need to return to those real core Republican values that call for smaller government and protecting personal freedom. The passion, principles, and Political engagement of the Tea Party made the Republican Party relevant again, and they have been too ignorant to see that. The Tea Party fueled the GOP's winning back control of the House and gave the chance to get back in the game in the Senate only two years after the devastating losses of 2008 in which the Democrats not only took the presidency and strengthened their grip in the House, but won filibuster-proof majority in the Senate. It was the Tea Party that understood immediately that the fundamental transformation of America that Barack Hussein Obama and the Democrats were seeking equated to the destruction of America. It was the Tea Party that stood and continues to stand in opposition to the socialist agenda, and it's the Tea Party that is fighting for a new birth of freedom in America. If you believe America's only hope is to return to the first principles, and you have had enough of Obama-Reed Pelosi's march toward the socialist utopian dream agenda, from the trillion-dollar failed stimulus package to the ex- exponentially growing of the entitlement state as the nation has racked up $17 trillion and growing in new debt and now Obamacare that is clearly redistribution of tax dollars some want to refer to as redistribution of wealth which is their secret agenda from the beginning that will ultimately destroy America if you are sick of this stand up with us we are living in a world where the progressives want more and more government spending, regulations, programs. The real question is why? The feel-good programs disenfranchise the poor, making them poorer, and in places, in its places, government more deeply in debt. Is their real aim total anarchy? Shouldn't we act as if we mean what we say? We need to help when we need your help. Starting now by helping us spread the word. We deliver every Thursday right here on this radio program. But absolutely, you must act in the voting booth in 2014. And I want to now bring on my co-host, Michael Talley, and get his thoughts. Come in, Mike.
1: Good hey, morning, David. How you doing? Very good. I think that uh, Obama, um, who was the liar in chief. All he does is campaign. I think he's achieving what he wants because people are starting to realize Obamacare is redistribution of wealth. It's going to automatically raise the minimum wage to ten dollars ten cents an hour, even at its, at its level that it is now. <clears throat> he's got these rent-a-mob. Run protesters going out and actually protesting at all these fast food restaurants, and they're complaining, well, it's not a living wage. It's not supposed to be a living wage. It's a starting job. Everybody has. I started at a dollar an hour in 1962 I mean. You work it up. You decide, oh, maybe I better go to college. Well, you better do something. And these people were out there protesting that uh, this is the phoniest thing possible. And he's now coming out stating what his true objective is. You know, going back to the, well, if you have a business, you didn't build it. Well, yeah, I did. <laughs> Everything he said, Joe the plumber, well, you know, it's good that you've got money, but you've got to spread that around. It's being That's shown it. now what he's really trying to accomplish. And people are reacting to it. His little millennia buddies, They're the younger people, apparently. Uh, They're called Yolos. You only live once. So they don't worry about anything else but themselves. I I call it the cupcake generation for what it really is. They've never seen problems with with war, uh, problems with depression. huge. They worship games.
0: They worship games. That's it.
1: Yeah, that's all they do. You go out in the summer, you don't see kids playing in fields anymore. They're home exercising their thumbs, doing worthless things. But that's that's his group, and, and now we're finally try, starting to get their attention. They don't care about Benghazi, Fast and Furious, the NSA spying, the IRS scandals. But now they're coming out saying, "Well, what do you mean I got to get insurance? I, I can be covered under my parents' policy." And the parents are saying, "You know, the way things are going, go get a job, go get insurance. Please go live somewhere else. I'm not supporting you till you're 26." And then our little boy Obama keeps coming out trying to buy everybody. Every speech is a political speech full of lies. I think if he told the truth, his ears would fall off. And people are starting to realize that. And exactly. he's empowered so many of the blacks. They're out there playing this, what they call, a knockout game. And now their excuses, the people that are making excuses for him, Well, they're just going after white Jewish people because they've made money and we don't have the opportunity. Are these people nuts? How can you continually make those kind of assertions? Ridiculous. Exactly. Mm-hmm.
0: There is a question that everything you just get through saying is fact. And we have a person, 251 Area Code. Who is on the line? Zan. <laughs> Hello, Zan. Uh, Hi. Would you care to comment?
2: Um. On which um, topic—the fact that Obama is trying to impose communist ideas onto our constitutional republic, or the fact that he wants to destroy small business by raising minimum wage to some ridiculous number—I mean, fifteen dollars an hour is not enough. We need to raise it to one hundred and fifty dollars an hour.
0: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. As, a, as a matter of fact, uh, I believe I recall in dreams of my father, uh, he was talking about uh, taxing up to one hundred percent is fair, and when you're talking about redistribution, try reading well, some of that.
2: You know, he came out yesterday with his redistribution speech, and so he's got he's he's lost everyone. The only people that he can um, keep. Keep under his thumb or his his base, his his far left base, and he, you know.
0: Yeah, the, you know, there are his... people out there right today that got on the news. I saw this and said, mm-hmm. "We don't care about Obama's lies. He means well for the country." <laughs> I, I just had to say that. That is just, you know, uh, such a. Uh, a crappy point of view, but it's the idea that we just got through talking about. Who's backing him right now the are meaning. the people who get the entitlements. Isn't it strange that everyone who is on food stamps and subsidies and blah, 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 the Obama phone, so-and-so, is all absolutely staunchly his backers, and they're the people that can't even tell you what a, a Benghazi is, okay? So, you know, well, go from there.
2: Right, those the in the paid, the paid organizers, the uh, mm-hmm. ACORN Acorn yeah. by a different name. Yeah.
1: And the unions. Mm-hmm. Well, you've got yeah. CNN's uh, speaker, LZ Granderson, uh, defending Obama's lies with the period fact you can keep your doctor, you can keep your medical plan, period. He's saying, well, every president lies. He was, he was lying to you for your own good. I mean, that's the no. nonsense you George, put George Bush yeah. wasn't. Yeah. hmm
0: yeah. No, yes. so, well, in, incredibly so. Uh, uh, certainly, we can point the finger in a whole different direction of someone else making and perpetrating a lie. But I don't. I don't believe that even if you did the arithmetic and tried to mathematically bring to the table how many lies were told when X Y Z, that the actual treasonous acts, the actual treasonous acts by the constitutional defilement and the actual treasonous things that are taking place under this administration have never been in any past administration. I don't, I don't care which one. Even the, the crooked finger of Clinton had nothing to do with the lowness and the treasonous even, even acts. Even back to the today.
2: raw deal, you know, where progressives uh, dug in and have been entrenched ever since, there was nothing compared to, to, to what's going on now. But yeah. the difference is they felt like they had a mandate. You yeah. know, uh, well, Chicago changed one, and he yeah. was going to, to lower the sea levels and everything in between.
0: Yeah. Sure. Well, hey, how about it right now? He just says, I don't have time for Congress. My executive orders, I can change the law. I can do this. <laughs> just one of those, just one single one of those should be impeached, impeachment. But you know we can't get that done because we have... An idiot Senate. We've got. There's right. no possible there's no way. It would have been the same thing that that you know we had, we had back in the Clinton days. There was a, a Republican House that impeached him and a Senate that that forgave him. You know because it was a Do you Democrat. do you think
2: for one second that, that the GOP House has the the uh, the nerve to, to even consider it? No.
0: No. After no, be called racist if they do after fourteen when we fire those. Uh, rhinos who are actually Democrats and and that have floated around in our presence. I I have been involved with people, even uh, people that uh, uh, have surfaced as being uh, my friends and my uh, backers and supporters and then blah, 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 and turn out to be those hidden folks that I keep speaking about who want you to be careful. Don't use this kind of word, and don't do that, and don't do this. And to those people I say, and I'm not going to repeat the words of the MSN, MSNBC guy, but to those people I say, "fooey, okay? <laughs> well, the well they're just useful
2: idiots. They're just yeah. useful idiots in the true sense of the, of the word. They know the not what they do. It. Yeah, and they're destroying yeah. us as they do it. Sure. Yeah, it's a, it's it a
1: statistic be. came out the other day. They were talking about Clinton, Bush, and Obama. And a lot of the wealth went to the top 46% when Clinton was president. Bush went up to 68%. And Obama was always preaching. He's trying to help the little guy. 88% of the wealth has been gone to the top probably less top one percent if the boy's mouth is open he's lying he's like a drug addict they're talking they're lying
0: well the printing Uh, of
2: somebody posted posted on facebook
0: go ahead go ahead on
2: twitter the other day that said obama is the ultimate distraction and that was pretty (laughs) scary that's what he
1: tries to do
0: yeah, yeah exactly now he's pushing yeah, the that, wage. Yeah you, yeah, you were talking about the, the, the top-one percenters getting the, the cash with him on board. Think yeah. about it. The the printing of the money keeps uh, Wall Street booming, okay? But where does business go? Get the hell out of here, you know? Jobs with it. And for him to resurrect things like uh, the, the trillionaire uh, guy that's over the uh, environment who... He comes back and says, we've got to protect the environment because of global warming, the Al Gorey guy. Well, he comes back and and refuses the millions of jobs that that creates overnight. And the idea, and I still have it in the back of my mind, the idea is he's conjuring up a new uh, fast and furious thing. I I do not uh, just disenchant myself with the fact that he might be releasing just before uh, vote time, if you will, of 2014, that pipeline from from Canada to create some jobs. See here? See what King Obama has done? He's not only killed Osama bin Laden, who's been dead for 15 years, uh, he's actually uh, created a job. I, I'm,
2: I'm well, he'll thinking do, he'll that's do in anything. the anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he'll do anything. Um, there, there's still um, all the outcry over the um, the uh, NSA and the IRS targeting the Tea Parties. It's still going on, and, and, and it's yeah. it's growing because they're they're working towards stopping the 2014 surge of the conservatives and.
0: People like John McCain are are defiling the the Tea Party. This is what just pisses me off to the max. The Tea Party is actually the momentum that changed politics and got it rolling back toward the Republicans who, in the very beginning, had that JFK uh, values, which I uh, commend right today, and and believe that he was, uh, of course, assassinated because he was... Uh, a true conservative, and, and taking that printing press away from uh, the Federal Reserve and putting us back, putting putting the, the printing of money back in control of the elected officials. That's what got him. You know, Executive Order eleven eleven zero. You got a pen and paper? Write that down. Look it up. I truly believe that was the end gate for uh, JFK. And the idea. If you idea, don't have a pen
2: and. If you don't have a pen and paper, get one now, because I'm getting ready to issue an action alert, and you'll need to write something down. Okay. So I'll give everybody a few minutes.
0: Yeah. Can't uh, relate to things, and everybody would say, well, those are your own opinions. Yes, I have opinions and views, and I look at things in a what I call a responsible fashion. Uh, even when I'm pointing out the fact that we... Are getting credit card after credit card and abusing it and asking people to ask themselves what would they do if they had hundreds of credit cards maxed out and they're trying to get more credit cards. What is going to be the outcome? I mean, it doesn't take a, a, a lot of brain cells to figure that out. That's exactly what this country is right now, is a, is a stack of unpaid credit cards. That uh,
1: truly really shows one of the differences between the Republicans and the Democrats. The Republicans want to increase things for everybody, make life better, protect us. Well, the that, Democrats that, are only conservatives that to conservatives conservatives. are based, the people that the are getting money out of it, the people that rely on the government to support them. Huge difference.
2: Well, I would say change that to conservatives, because you've got to distinguish between what's going on in, in, inside the Beltway right now with, with RNC, as opposed to outside the beltway, with with the um, with on the ground Republicans and citizens who are uh, have had enough and are doing their civic duty, A.K.A. Tea Party.
1: So, uh, you know,
2: everything everything has to be distinguished between inside and outside the beltway. You know, the
1: Republicans are the ones on the ballot, though. Conservative objectives and ideals are what they want, and the Tea Party, but they vote Republican. Oh,
2: right. I I agree with that. I agree with that. But you know, right. you, you, it's talking about John McCain. You know, calling him a Republican is you know, he's, throws the whole thing off.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I agree. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. Uh, there's the Lindsey Graham's and the and the uh, John McCain's and uh, uh, I Christine. can't even. Yeah, uh, every one of them who's got that that mouth that uh, is trying to stop the actual. Uh, thing that the American people are are involved with, which is, by the way, Tea Party. Okay? Let's say it out loud. Right. Tea Party. That's the true conservatives in this country, not the damn Republicans.
2: Um, can, can I, uh, speaking of inside yeah. and outside the Beltway,
0: if th- those yeah. of you
2: who have pins, um, if not, shame on you. You were issued that mandate just moments ago. But... Um, Write down conventionofstates.com, and that is a huge grassroots Tea Party-type project to effect change from outside the Beltway.
0: C-O-N-B-E-N-T-I-O-N-S of
2: states.com, yes. Mm -hmm. Check that out. And And it's it's Article 5. Article 5, ratification from the states, not a con-con, not a constitutional convention.
0: Yeah, we talked about Oklahoma. Oklahoma mm-hmm. being one of the, the top last uh, on our last show, Mike, remember? We, oh, uh, yeah. How they were actually, uh, uh, if, if it were not, if they didn't use the word secession or seceding from the union, they just simply meant okay, I don't give a crap what you said to federal government. We're going to do what's right in this state. And it, it just absolutely is mind-boggling how uh, so many of us can have that, that guiding light of true Americanism and just be squelched in, in the fire and the flame put out by this loud, absolutely lying left. I just I can't visualize that. There are too many of us strong Americans out there. And believe me, that kind of thing is not uh, swaying me at all. Every time he opens his mouth, just like uh, Mike says, it is another lie. That's it.
2: Exact. Period. Well, also we've got Speaker Boehner, Eric Cantor, and McCarthy, can't think of his first name, pushing amnesty, trying to push amnesty, amnesty through. Oh, so that's wow. another thing people yeah. need to, to pull their pen and Rubio. paper out for. Yeah, Rubio
1: speaker is the Boehner's, same way. Yeah. yes, it's 202 225 202
2: 225 Call Speaker Boehner and just tell him no amnesty, period.
1: And McConnell's yeah. the same way. He sold us mm-hmm. out before.
2: Well, Mitch McConnell has a a uh, very viable opponent in Matt Bevin, B-E-V-I-N, Matt Bevin, mattbevin.com. Go there and send him $10. We've got to get rid of McConnell. We have to. And these are things everybody can do.
0: That's the action point. Mm -hmm. Exactly right. Exactly right. Get off of the sofa. Do something. I've had people, well, I, and I you know, certainly I think don't your reveal folks names, that they keep, talking about, I, I, they keep talking about, well, you act like you're really doing something. You've got this little radio program. I come back and ask them, well, what are you doing?
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, who are you mm-hmm. talking to? <laughs> <Yeah>. mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> well, they got to protect
1: against the Second Amendment rights, too, even New York now. And we said this a year ago. Registration of guns leads to confiscation, and that's mm-hmm. what New York is now doing. hmm
2: and you they know, elected that that for a, a vowed communist mayor. I mean, what?
0: Yeah. De Blasio. What part of
2: communism do they think is going to work again? I mean, I, I, how I many know.
0: times does it have to fail before somebody realizes that doing the same things over and over and expecting a different outcome is not insanity? You
2: know? But you know, that's a good resume for the left. If it's failed, they'll try it again. Well, let's they hire that. They
1: don't care because no. they think they've got the intention no. to do good. What they don't look at or, or ever really acknowledge are the unintended consequences. Exactly. Talk about the minimum
0: wage. Talk hey. about unintended consequences. Look at what was announced. The two most prominent people in the world who know most about websites were interviewed, and they said, "Just just the bottom line. What would it cost if we wanted you to build this? Well, five to ten million. We're nearly. We're hitting." How many billions right now? I mean, it's just yeah. been, or eight billion Ridiculous. to to build an Obamacare website, right? That that they the these two people, who one of them was called the White Hat Hacker, uh, who actually described how the the site was built incorrectly because it was built from the top down and there was there was absolutely no uh, uh, defense system built in. And for someone to put their information on it, he, the white hat hacker, said, you would have to be crazy to put your information out there on that because it's automatically, you don't even have to go in to be a professional uh, uh, cracker like him, you know, to go in and and crack a website.
1: Well, Well, that's what people use the website. You still don't have insurance. There's no payment made. There's no direct depositing of funds with the insurance company. There's no policy written. Right. And now Obama comes yeah. out in a speech saying, "Well, we're just going to fund the insurance companies. They'll send us a bill. We'll send them a check.
0: Yes, you right, know, we just can. assume
1: you've got Truth. insurance and go into your doctor or hospital. Sure.
0: You we'll we, we'll take their They're estimation. Well, yeah, we'll yeah, take Mike, their estimation. What, Mike, what? Yeah. I don't believe that the
2: website was intended to work. So no, it what wasn't. you just said, well, right, what you just said was that just because you sign up on the website means what? Nothing. I mean,
1: nothing. Correct? Absolutely.
2: So what's yeah. the purpose of signing up on the website?
0: I keep talking about three Democrats. things. It, I, I think the war that Obama has is against the enemy, all right? And he sees America, Americans, as the enemy. His Muslims are his friends. I said that. I stand by that. I believe that. He is trying to cause total anarchy in this country. Oh, so I believe
2: that 100%. I'm just trying to to, clarify uh, for the folks, I guess, for myself, too, is exactly the purpose of the website.
1: Well, the website is designed to fail, to leave everybody exactly. without insurance, so they have no option except to go to a single-payer system. Exactly. And it's exactly. a chance for him to accumulate it. voters that have to register, mm-hmm. Democrat, and also to obtain information on everybody so they can track them just like they did with, uh, I believe they did with uh, Roberts on the Supreme Court.
2: Yep. They found something
1: so. out about him and blackmailed him. Exactly. And well, Mike, well, well, what, what, um,
2: what is a single payer? That's something I don't think people really fully understand.
1: No, they that. don't. The term that's tossed around, but it's the government controlling with their debt panels, with their people, like a man Ezekiel Emanuel says, under 14 or over 40, you really, you don't, you don't contribute anything to the state, so we're not going to pay attention to you. It's the people that are 85 years old that Obama says, well, you can't have a heart transplant. Take a pill, so you don't feel as bad. Obama and his socialist, Marxist, communist minions want to control everybody, and you do it through their medical insurance. You get the records, you broadcast all their information, so everybody knows. Like you say, with the hackers online, they can get after this information. The website was set up to destroy the insurance companies. They go out of business. They cancel policies. Wait till next year. The employee mandate for companies has been delayed until the end of 2014, I think the start of 2015, to get it past the elections. So the problem is going to be these people can't go on the website to sign up for insurance, the selfcare.gov fiasco, until January 1st, 2015. So essentially, they're going to lose their insurance through the year, but they won't be able to sign up. He's screwing these big and small companies something awful, and they've got to realize it, and they've got to realize it before the elections. You think people are losing insurance now? Well, do the companies start dropping insurance? Well, one of the things
0: it. I'd like you to consider when you're uh, saying that right there, and this is something that it just profoundly obvious to me, and that is that insurance companies actually were one of the basic beginnings of how Obama was uh, going to sell this. And he said to them, I'm assuming, uh, this is my uh, rendition, in private, that you now have insurance Uh, claims with people and you can't drop them and so all of a sudden if this is a cancerous patient and this costing you hundreds thousands and even millions you're going to get the opportunity to drop these people and it won't be your fault and so because you're not matching what the government says uh, is best for the people that everybody have birth control and everybody have whatever so I believe that there was a coherent, obvious plot involved. And it might work out to be something that is not going to be too favorable for insurance companies, but I believe they were at the root of the entire basic beginning because they stand to make the most money because everything is going up. Nothing is going to go down. Everything is going to go up.
1: Well, it's a chess game, but they didn't look enough moves ahead. They're going to be running out of business. Yeah. The idea is the government's going to set up a pool. Hospitals, doctors are going to have to bill the government and accept what they're going to pay. Insurance companies are a middleman, or third party. And I think the major objective of our little boy Obama is to get rid of the insurance companies. So you can't go anyplace yeah. but the government for insurance.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm sure insurance. he had a bait and switch. I'm sure he had a bait and switch, don't get me wrong. I'm just well, saying they believe it. that there's a possibility that they were in on the very beginning of how to, not only the fact they're going to be able to charge more, but they're going to be able to drop those that they're involved with. And then when that person who was in such a dire need would go back and try to reapply, their insurance rates would go through the ceiling because of their previous record. Yes, I agree. Yeah.
1: Um, what's going to happen.
2: Um, I just read this morning, speaking of um, you know uh, segueing from your um, chat a minute ago about the uh, minimum wage obama it is written in Obamacare that the minimum wage will be raised thats That's really part of our our health concerns I, and I know because if you're not making um, minimum wage at twenty five dollars an hour you can't be healthy, and the restaurants can't possibly stay open so mcdonald's and every other fast food restaurant will close so we're instantly healthier i'm
1: well, sure they have it <clears> the <throat> they have it there written. it's going to go up to 10 10 an hour because and without the worker getting an increase in pay this is just going to be the additional cost to the person that hires them because they'll be paying penalties for it's constructed through obamacare whether they have medical insurance or not they're still going to pay an extra two thousand dollars a year per employee so the minimum wage is going to go up to over $10 an hour with the employee getting no benefit. Now you have these rent-a-mobs and rent-a-processes well, there. will just be less
2: employees. There'll be less employees. There'll be worse service. People will not be, be going to, to, to the so-called you know, places that have this expensive minimum wage because they can't get service.
0: That'd well, the you know, a little bait and switch started. there. There is a bait mm-hmm. and switch there that every mm-hmm. time the left brings up, those mean old companies are not paying their fair share. Well, what the hell is a tax or an overhead or any other uh, regulation that costs money? What is that? That's an overhead that gets passed on to the consumer. If you pay a dollar mm-hmm. for a hamburger and you start charging them uh, where they have to apply another dollar to the hamburger, now it's a $2 hamburger. Uh, mm-hmm. See, people don't don't understand that what the left is, is uh, not exposing to them, is higher prices, because it's going to be the consumer that eventually pays. Business does not go into business to say, well, wait a minute, I don't, I don't make profit until I pay employees X and I give the customer Y, and if there's anything left, uh, then, then that's what I get. That's not how business works. And for them to talk to the low-informed and to tell them, oh, they're not paying their fair, their fair share, is, is just talking to uh, an idiot. You've got to be able to somehow convey to people that what they're doing is cutting off their nose to spite their face. You can't Well, David, get the, the minimum wage
2: doesn't just end at that server behind the counter. It goes back to, to where every one of the products behind that counter was produced.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I understand yeah, that. Goes yeah,
2: Yeah. I know you do. I'm just making a point. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, no, that's good. Everybody... Everybody, mm-hmm. the whole process line goes on mm-hmm.
0: like a value-added mm-hmm. tax. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. An expense. Exactly an expense is right. an expense. I do not care what you call it. Call it tax. Call it electricity. Call it air conditioning. Whatever you want to call it, it's an expense. It gets passed on to the consumer. That's it. You don't. You're not in business because you're just a good guy and you want to uh, uh, give back uh, to uh, whomever. No. You go to business or you're trying to survive, and you're trying to make money to survive. That's yep. the whole intent. And when you tell business, okay, it's not profitable for you to be uh, in business in America, what do they do? They, if they can afford it, they pick up and get the hell out of here. And then we don't have any recollection, if you will. That's why China is flooding our borders with, with product. They get to abuse that uh, service of being able to sell back to America. And when we don't understand the problems, then there is never going to be the solution applied. It's incredibly simple. It's so simple, it's like falling off a log simple. But the people have been, it's been obscured and, and deliberately kept from the low-informed. And that, of course, I'm not talking about those who do not give a damn what uh, anything is. All they want is their free stuff. I'm not talking about those. I'm talking about the folks who actually are out there feeling the pain and are having to put up with this kind of thing, who are true Americans are trying to uh, go to work, when they realize that these unions are simply profitizing themselves. It's not helping somebody beneath them to say, listen, you deserve this, that mean old employer does not deserve that, we have to educate. If we don't educate the people to realize that's ludicrous, that is absolutely, phenomenally not only a mistake, it's a deliberate attempt to distort the facts so that the unions can stay involved in their uh, little game and... uh, People are eventually going to suffer. And when you can give people the end result, say, look, here's what's going to happen, I think we've got a better chance. Well, David, David when, when people
2: ask what you're doing, say that you are educating and you are disseminating information because that's sure. what you're doing. Sure. That's how you're helping.
0: Yeah, I cannot imagine people not being able to, you know, get the uh, the P's and Q's down and and yes, it's a joke when when we talk about the people on the street not having any knowledge of current events and, and they go from one day to the next but there that's not the control. The control is still strong America. We have a lot of strong Americans out there, and every one on this radio program represents that, and we certainly are not going to sit by. We've had enough, and enough is enough and We're going to do what's necessary to educate and inform and get people to the proper place in 2014. And that's not the start. That's just we're starting now. We're doing now to try to get to that point to where we're successful. And, listen, I've got to sign off now. I I wish you all a great uh, week and hope to see you again next Thursday. Take care. Bye.
2: Dear President Obama We, the people, have stated resolutely We reject your vision for our country You claim you have not heard us We, the people, have assembled across America Resisting your efforts to subvert our Constitution And undermine our liberty You claim you have not seen us Since you have not acknowledged our message, let us here present it once more. For if, as President Wilson said, a leader's ear must ring with the voices of the people, the time has come. Our greatest